Jonah, 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 come down here. Okay, we're going to do one more. Jonah, Jonah, just Jonah. We're going to do it. Let's do it. Okay. This is a this is a thing that Jonah and I worked up for tour. Uh, this once again goes out to anyone who collects records. And if anyone if anyone has a copy of this record and they don't want it anymore, please give it to me because I traded my copy away and I really really I really regret it. It was like a dumb decision that was made out of record lust, not record romance. And you should never make decisions out of record lust. This once again, this once again goes out to Henry and the Carponas and everyone in the other bands that collects records. It's off kill button. Killed by Death Volume 1 by a band from New York City called Chain Gang. The song is called Son of Sam. <laughs> You're listening to CITR FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. Thank you, Sandy Miranda from Fucked Up for these amazing records. And yes, we played Fucked Up live doing Son of Sam, Chain Gang, authored by the Chain Gang, Damien P. 
Pink Eyes loved the Chain Gang. I'm not sure if he has a record yet, but he did do a cover on this amazing, again, Chocolate Release put up by Henry Owens. That was, again, fucked up. Thank you, Sandy Miranda, for the LP doing Son of Sam, originally by... Chain Gang. Today on the Nardwar the Human Serviette, one of Damien from Fucked Up's favorite band's relatives. Oasis, yes, not Paul Gallagher, not Liam Gallagher, but a repeat of an interview I did with Paul Gallagher from 1996. Yes, Nardwar versus Paul Gallagher. Yes, not Liam Gallagher, not Noel Gallagher of Oasis, but the brother, their brother, Paul Gallagher from 1996. And to prepare you for Paul Gallagher, I have some more fucked up. Thank you, Sandy. This is Ashes to Ashes and Prelude by Fucked Up from the Zanzibar soundtrack that was actually written in March 2011. Thank you, Sandy Miranda, for a whole bunch, for a couple weeks' worth of fucked up. So, here we go on CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Here are fucked up doing ashes to ashes and Prelude on the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show.
are you? Who am I? Good point. Now, my name is uh, Paul Gallagher. You are Paul Gallagher? Yeah, I've got two semi-famous brothers. I don't think they've had a hit single yet, but you, you might have heard of them. They've got big eyebrows and stuff. Do you have a mono brow too, Paul? Do I have mono brow? No, my, my eyebrows actually don't meet in the middle. They're actually normal, if you know what I mean. Paul Gallagher, brother of Liam and Noel, do you get any respect? Does anybody give you any... I mean, is it hard to get respect? Do you get any respect, Paul Gallagher? Of course I do. Well, like, are you the Billy Carter of the Gallagher family? No, 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 no. No, and I'm not Chris Jagger either, and I'm not Pete Best or any other people you name to throw at me. But you know do you get I mean? any respect, though? Because isn't it hard to be the brother of the Gallaghers? Because people seem to always be making fun of you. You know, Paul Gallagher, ha-ha, you know, the fattish older brother of Liam and Noel. What is it like to take that sort of abuse, Paul? I just don't listen to them. But don't they always say it to you? No, nobody says nothing to me personally. People print it in papers because they won't say it to my face because they know they'll be on the floor if I got all of them. Have you punched anybody <laughs> over this? Um, not yet, but you know, there's there's a few that have become close. Paul Gallagher, why does the first line in your book say it kind of says I always wished I was famous? I mean, aren't you setting yourself up right there? Kind of like yeah, I always wish. Why why are you setting yourself up for that abuse? Because I get it anyway, so you might as well set yourself up for it. Because on page 76 of Brothers, continuing on here with Paul Gallagher, brother of Liam and Noel, you say, I'll always repay you, Mr. Sifter, by advertising your shop as one of the biggest influences behind the greatest band in the world. You're talking about this guy, Mr. Sifter. Who is Mr. Sifter? Uh, Mr. Sifter, his name is Peter. I can't remember his last name. But yeah, we've always bought records from him. In fact, I bought some. In fact, no, I did actually buy some last week. I was trying to nick them, but he caught me. But no. But why do you say I'll always repay you, Mr. Sifter, by advertising your shop as one of the biggest influences behind the greatest band in the world? Like, do you have to use your brother's fame to pay back this man? What are you? I mean, are you their official spokesman? Can you get a hold of yourself, Paul? Create your own nick. Break through, Paul Gallagher. You're good, too. You don't have to use your brother's fame for this. Who's using what? What, what are you on about? You know what I mean? Well, I'm talking about, you're talking about, like, how your brothers bought records at the shop and you're advertising the shop as one of the biggest influences as o whoa, of... Whoa, whoa, slow, slow, slow right down. Of Oasis. Right. Create your Let's own... Rewind. Create your... Re rewind. Paul, right. Paul Gal... No, hold, no, no, no. Hold on. Rewind. Pa oh, yes. You're what about just saying that only them two have bought records at the shop. You know what I mean? I was there before the pair of them. Now, advertising the facts, yes... Uh, many big, big major companies would like that free advertising, but they don't get it. Not from me. But says you're advertising it. You're advertising so the show. You know what I mean? You're, you're advertising me in fucking Vancouver or wherever you are, or Toronto or <laughs> wherever you are. I don't know where you are. Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, Paul Gallagher. Oh, is that right? Why is Canada, Canada, have you got your big red leaves on your feet? Why is... Uh, do you have any good Canada jokes at all besides that, Paul Gallagher? You know what I mean? I've got plenty of jokes, but I'm not in joking mood. This is meant to be an interview concerning a book. And if you want to rip the piss, then go and rip the piss somewhere I'm else. Not ripping the, I'm not oh, ripping the piss. Oh, you know what I mean? I'm not ripping the piss, Paul yeah, Gallagher. Well, well, I'm well, gently... You're obviously not intelligent enough to rip the piss. Go on, then. Well, I'm reading from direct quotes here, Paul Gallagher, brother of Liam and Noel. Well, that, that direct quote is 76, uh, page 76 that you so far referring to does not exist. It does, you know I mean? on, on page 76 of your bo book, it does say, I'll always repay you, Mr. Sifter, by advertising your shop as one of the biggest influences behind the yeah, Ghost Banner. Yeah, yeah, well, if you, go re if you go rewind to the start of the story concerning that, I mean, you're, you're, you're taking it from text and making it out as it's something different. Okay, why are there no pictures of you in the book, Brothers? Why are there no pictures? Because th that's on purpose. But I, wanna see what, but I want to see what you look like, though, Paul. Well, you're going to have to wait, aren't you? You know what I mean? Paul, did you ever think about writing other books, like maybe about Davy Jones? Davy Jones of the Monkeys is from Openshaw. Openshaw. So, Openshaw, yeah. I, I know where Openshaw is, but, you know, Davey. I don't want to write any books, any more books. I've done one book. I knew I had a book. I've done it. End of story. It's a big, big seller. But do you think... I'll move on to something different. Do you think more books like Davy Jones of the Monkeys is from Openshaw? So what? Davy Jones from Openshaw, why are we? Uh, Mick Hucknall from Simply Red is from Duckingfield, Paul Gallagher. He's from, actually from Denton. Paul Gallagher, Paul Gallagher. Paul Gallagher, Paul Gallagher, hey man. Paul, Paul Gallagher, Paul Gallagher is currently a band manager and A&R consultant. What band? Brubaker. 
what's the name of the band? Boo Baker. Boo Baker? Boo. B. 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 R. R. Y. Y. B. Paul Gallagher. Why on page 137 of Brothers, and we're speaking here to Paul Gallagher, brother of Liam and Noel, do you comment, I wished I had a chance to show my talent somewhere? Why do you say that? I wish I had my chance to show my talent somewhere. You're showing it in the book, but why do you say, I wish I had a chance to show? You're setting yourself up for more punishment there, Paul. I feel sorry for you. Uh, dear. Well, I, I, I don't feel sorry for me, you know what I mean? I'm not bothered. Bothered, you know, but... Uh, 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 not bothered, not bothered. It just doesn't interest me. Paul Gallagher, on page 137 of your book, it says, It's, hard, it? it's hard to imagine your younger brothers becoming the new Keith Richards and Mick Jagger, you say, Paul Gallagher. Your new brothers becoming Keith Richards and Mick Jagger. How can you compare your brothers to Richards and Jagger? I mean, Liam doesn't all write all the songs, does he? He doesn't co-write anything with Noel. No. So why did you use that, Paul Gallagher? Paul Gallagher, because I, I felt like using it. You know what I mean? It's just a term... Now, who's, Liam is only 24. Who says he's never going to write songs? But I'm saying, comparing them to Keith Richards and Jagger, I'm not saying for popularity or anything, but Keith Richards and Jagger co-wrote songs together. Liam and Noel don't co-write songs together. So how can you compare them to that? <sighs> Big Breeze coming over the phone. Paul Gallagher, are you still there? How are you doing, Paul Gallagher? I'm, I'm fine, and you're ruining up my fucking phone bill, so say what you got to say or I'm terminating this interview. Thank you, Paul Gallagher. Okay. We really do appreciate your time. Continuing on here, on page 137, you continue on to say, but our Noel was very talented. Our Noel. Why do you say our Noel? What's the expression our. with our Noel? It's kind of sucky, isn't it? Our Noel, our Liam. Why so much our? Our, because it's, it, that's like a Mancunian term. Our kid. Our kid. Obviously, you Canadians. What, what, what would you say if you had a brother? I hey, Lucan, how are you, man? I'd say uh, Liam. Yeah, but I mean, would you call him your or our or him or but, who? But you just say, you just keep saying, you, I just keep saying Liam, uh, Liam, Liam. You don't live here, right? You've never probably even been here. You never fucking heard of Manchester. Hey, what's wrong so with everyone me? Everyone uses our, I'm our from kid, our kid, our brother, our fucking team, our this, my cup of tea. I mean, I'm from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Long John Baldry lives here. Long John Baldry lives here, Paul Gallagher. Uh, well, whatever. Paul Gallagher, a brother of Liam and Noel, quoting from page 151 of Brothers, Oasis's performance was magnificent, eclipsing the much-raved-about Soul Asylum. Hmm. What are you referring to right there? Go, go back to the... I mean, well, I'm not I meant to read it out. Where, but I haven't got a book in front of me, so I, I really don't know what you're on about. You know, well, you're saying your performance was magnificent. Are you objective? Are you objective, Paul Gallagher? How can you be objective and call them magnificent when you're, they're your brother? You love them. You love your brothers, don't you, Paul Gallagher? Um, yeah. Yeah, sometimes. Not all the time. And second, yeah. you're comparing Oasis to Soul Asylum. Soul Asylum is shite. Yeah, they are shite. It doesn't take that much to be better than Soul Asylum, does it? You, uh, you probably form a band that'll be better than Soul Asylum. So we agree on something, Paul Gallagher. We Soul know, Asylum we, or shite. We agree to disagree, you know. We're connecting here. We're connecting. Now, Paul... Solar power. What, what do you really think about Oasis? I mean, honestly, Paul Gallagher, are they really something special? Are, aren't, yeah. they just, aren't they nothing? What, I mean, come on. are Because you, you were a mod, weren't you? Mm. You were a mod. Like, what about this? the mod, always the mod. You were bod the mod. Yeah. You're Paul Gallagher, brother of Liam and Noel. You're Bod Demod. You're writing this book, Brothers. No, are not like the Secret Affair, the Squire, the Purple Hearts, or the Prisoners. I mean, the Prisoners. Aren't they just as good or better than Oasis, Paul Gallagher? No, they're not. Why? The pri you love those bands, though. Why aren't they as good? The Prisoners. No, no, no. Where, where are they now? You know what I mean? The Oasis are going to be around for a good few years, yeah. But you must admit those bands were good. You were down with them. You did like the, them, Paul Gallagher. The, the influences. Because a lot of people... Influences made into a better equation. But the prisoners probably influenced Oasis. I mean, the prisoners are better this than Oasis. Fucking TV show, man, you know I mean? Hello, Paul Gallagher. How are you doing? And we're speaking here to Paul Gallagher, author of the book Brothers. And Paul Gallagher is the brother of Liam and Noel of I Oasis. Don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if all you people in Canada are like you, man. I don't want to do no more interviews, you know what I mean? Paul Gallagher, how do you remember so much about your youth? You remember, like, every toy, every cereal, all these things. How do you remember all this stuff? Obviously, I'm clever, but there you go, eh? Because, like, Noel liked tents. Noel had a favorite toy wigwam. What was that all about? 
you know what a wigwam is? Yes, we know what a wigwam is in Canada, Paul Gallagher. You really have something against Canada, don't you, Paul Gallagher? No, I don't have anything against Canada. Uh, I have something against people who don't ask proper questions, who don't, um, I don't know if you're trying to glorify yourself in this interview by winding me up. We're not going to wind up. We're just going through the actual book. Noel liked tents. He had a favorite toy wigwam. Yeah, what he was had a wigwam, you know what I mean? And I no it's, it's no big deal. Yeah, right, I mean, that's what I'm trying to elaborate to. I, I mean, it, it's no big deal. Kids have toys, you know what I mean? But no, but I've this got is... a memory, and I fucking memorized I know, but, a lot of stuff. But do people, like, Noel got a dog bite at age six. Brave Noel was the only one manly enough to pull a dart out of your head. There were schoolyard fights with Tony Rafferty and Youngie. Like, what is the significance of all this little information you've put out there? Is isn't it kind of blah, as you've said just earlier? Is it what? Why have you given us information, no, no, Paul Gallagher? Why? Why? Because I've written a book. But know, I know, but why? To, to see to write a book, you you've got to memorize quite a lot of stuff, and you've got to research. Now, I didn't do no research because the research is in my fucking brain. You know I know I mean? you're great. You're Paul Gallagher. But Paul Gallagher, just one second. You just said, "Who cares what the Noel like tense?" Then why did you put that in the book? Why did you put all this about Noel getting a dog bite? You no pulling. You've, you've, you've got to, you've got to make the thing interesting. These, these are original things that happen. But you just now, you, may, you may not be able to, to, to relate to them in Canada, but people in Britain can do. Same as I can't relate to a fucking Eskimo in Alaska. You, you just... You know what I mean? Or a sheepdog or whatever. But Paul Gallagher, you just, you just scolded me a second ago for asking you about no liking tents, and yet you put it in the book. I'm allowed to ask that question, aren't I? It was in the book. Whatever. No, Paul, continue I'm on. Get, I'm getting, you know what I mean? I'm going to terminate this interview. I don't know who set you up. To interview me, I thought I was doing an interview. Paul Gallagher, winding up no, here. Just a no, few no, more he's, questions. This Paul Gallagher, just a few more questions. Please, Paul Gallagher, are you still there? Please, Paul. Paul, are you still there? Paul. Get, get on with it. Get on with it. A few Come more on, questions. Okay, recently, time. it was reported that you were here with Liam. That Liam was. You were with Liam when he did coke on November 9th and was caught by the fuzz. Uh, what did you say then? Recently, it was reported in the papers that you were what with Liam that? when he allegedly did coke and was caught by the fuzz. No, no, I wasn't with Liam. Have you seen anyone offer... I was, I was with Liam the next day when I called to his house. I wasn't with Liam. I was at a fucking gig somewhere in London. Have you ever seen anyone offer Oasis Coke? You know, Blow Oasis, get it? Blow Oasis. Have, who hangs around Oasis? Who's offering them Coke and stuff? That's up to you to find out, innit? Continuing on here, winding up with Paul well, well, Gallagher. Why, why don't you go and ask the newspapers? Because they usually make up a story like what you're trying to do here. Paul Gallagher bought the mod. Continuing on here on page 143 of Brothers, you say, <laughs> quote, Then one of Leon's mates asked Liz Fair to get her tits out for the lads, which we all find highly amusing. Why did you say that? Isn't that sloth-like, Paul Gallagher? <laughs> get her tits out for the lads. Isn't yeah, that kind of mean? Get, get your tits out for the lads, you know what I mean? That's very sloth-like. Asked, you know what I mean? It happened. You wasn't there. What do you mean you I wasn't just, there? You, you wasn't there. You were just taking excerpts from a book, my book, and t t turn it round as if I'm some sort of fucking arsehole. We're not you know trying I mean? to... We're not At trying the end of the day, you're the arsehole. We're not trying to put anything around here, Paul Gallagher. You're just saying get her tits out for the lads. i Canada. You fucking better watch out, man. Why? Like, if, if I come across you... You'll you be snowboarded, I'm telling you. If uh, I'm going to be snowboarded. Nardware to human serviette, I'm going to be snowboarded. snowboarded. I'm winding up here. Again, winding up here. Winding up here with Paul Gallagher. Why, what wind, yeah, yeah. What I, don't, I, don't, I don't know who else you interview, but there's no doubt they want to kill you the same as I do. Paul Gallagher, you know what, I mean? what do your fingernails taste like these days? What, what is what? What do your fingernails taste like these days? My fingernails, at the moment, horse manure. When is the last time Noel or Liam punched you? I know you want to punch me, don't you? You want to whip I'm me? I'm fucking right. I'll rip your fucking head off, and I will do one of these days. You know what I mean? I know you are. <laughs> Thank you, Paul Gallagher. <laughs> you, you, ain't, you ain't getting away with trying to wind me up on the phone. I don't fucking care where you are. You nobody, nobody screws with Paul Gallagher. Nobody, nobody screws, and not even you, fucking Nardwa, whoever you call. I mean, Nardwa. What sort of a fucking nickname is Nardwa? You come out of space. You're teasing me in my little country house I'm here. Fucking Joe, my. Country house, ha ha. Some might say I'll cast no shadow across your fucking, and you will roll with it, you cunt. Paul Gallagher, the brother of Liam and Noel, please tell me when is the last time you punched somebody? Like you punched, did you punch Liam or Noel? When is the last time you punched them? Uh, it's find it hard to punch Liam and Noel. Actually, 300 miles from me, unless I've got a big fist. You know what I mean? Like fucking Superman. Fly you, through the air. You seem to be very opinionated. Has anybody ever got mad at you or punched you at all? Punch me? No. Liam or Noel have not punched you. Have they got mad at you recently? No. 
Would they be happy with, brothers. Would they be happy with the way you're carrying on yourself in this manner right now? Yes. Paul Gallagher, you describe here how you Gallagher's had such a hard upbringing. You know, Noel stole stuff, did drugs, fought bikers. So why did the boys, oh sorry, R. Liam and R. Noel, walk off stage here in Vancouver when a little penny hit them? Why did they walk off a stage? A little, a little penny hit them. A little yeah, penny I've hit them. I've had this them. before with you Canadians. At the end of the day, they're there to play music. That stage is their stage. Anyone invades it or throws fucking coins, are they meant to walk around for the rest of their life blind? I don't know what it is with you Canadians and you Americans, but you're at a gig, you fucking throw bottles at people. It isn't work, it isn't acceptable, and if it happens again, they're off. It's as simple as that, and that's what they did. They but went off. the Gallagher family is tough. You're tough, right? You're tough, we're, Paul Gallagher. We're, we're not fucking, we're not even bothered, you know what I mean? But if you're not bothered, then why does a penny make you bothered? Like, you're teaching a, a us math. Alright, all right. All right. Uh, I'll fucking, I'll put you up on the stage, yeah, and I will throw a plastic bottle of water full with force, and I'll throw a coin, I'll throw a stone with a, to the speed of 50 mile an hour, and let's see how you fucking clever you're going to last, you know what I mean? So you want to teach us that? You're straight on your snowboard and off to fucking Vancouver, mate. So, uh, no, so Oasis, when they walk off stage, Paul Gallagher, brother of Liam and Noel, are they teaching us manners? Is that what they're doing? They're teaching us manners? So they came to yeah, Vancouver well, to teach you, us you, manners? You need, you need educating, don't you, really, you know what I mean? If, so they if, came, that's, if that's the way you behave. So they came to Vancouver to teach us manners then, Paul Gallagher? They came to Vancouver to play music. And then also, well, they didn't play music because they know, walked you know, off. Do, do you know what that is? Music. M-U-S-I-C. Well, they go there to play music. How come an Oasis came... They don't, they're not fucking King Kong in a cage, you know? You know what I mean? But uh, Paul Gallagher, you spokesman, you... you when, Oasis came oh. to, when Oasis came to Vancouver, they held a press conference the first time they came to Vancouver. Isn't that kind of being assholes? You know, Why? You know, having a press conference when, like, they were barely selling on the 200-seat venue. It was eventually moved to a larger venue. But, I mean, in America at that time when they first came to warrant a press conference, that's kind of being assholic, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. But there, there again, see, I don't know a lot about Canada in America. And would I want to know? See, this is, this is the point. My book has gone on sale on Canada because my publishers want it to go on sale on Canada. That doesn't... I mean, I, I will speak to any other person who wants to interview me. You're not some fucking arsehole who's trying to take the piss. So I suggest you go to your country house, you get your fucking blur album out, you go... Hey, just a I like the prisoners. I like the prisoners. Paul, are you still there? Paul, Paul. This, this interview is terminated. Oh, Paul, can we at least go do 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 to you? You've had 20 minutes of my fucking money. But Liam is so hot. Liam is so hot. Nad fucking what? Paul, please, please. Paul? 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 Paul Gallagher, brother of Liam and Noel. Paul? 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 And you are still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. And that was an interview with Paul Gallagher, who is the brother of Liam and Noel Gallagher, and that is actually from the Nard Archives, November the 22nd, 1996. Nardwar versus Paul Gallagher. And before that, a couple tracks from Fucked Up. Thank you, Sandy, for giving me those LPs. I really appreciate it. Some Fucked Up, we heard Fucked Up doing a live soundtrack for Zanzibar. And before that, to kick off the show, we heard Fucked Up doing Son of Sam. Right now, I thought I would play something by Barbara Woodhouse. She is actually a dog trainer. This record says, approved by Dogs in Canada magazine. And on this record, I thought I would play a couple tracks. The introduction, the choke chain and lead, walking to heel, the sit and tone of voice. If you want to see how this record looks, check out the Nardwar Twitter at N-A-R-D-W-U-A-R at Nardwar. And I will tweet out a picture of this record. Again, this is Train Your Dog by Barbara Woodhouse, approved by Dogs in Canada magazine 
on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. On CITR Radio. Choke, chain, and lead. If you wish to train your dog by my method, you must have the same equipment that I use. A choke chain, oh. and a four foot long, approximately half inch wide, leather leash with a safety trigger hook. Choke chains come in sizes 12 to 28 inches, even lengths only available. Do not use a chain leash or a nylon one. They're apt to hurt the owner's left hand when jerking correctly on the leash to correct the dog. The choke chain I use is my thick-linked one without swivel, which must never close on the dog's neck. The dog is trained by the sound of the click, which the choke chain must make when it is jerked correctly and then immediately released. The choke chain should instantly free itself. It is vital to get the correct length of choke chain, the measurement for which is taken between the rings. A choke chain should never be used as a permanent collar, only for training sessions. The correct length is ascertained by using a tape measure exactly like tying a baby's bonnet, namely over the top of the dog's head, down over both ears and under the jaw, then add two inches. Dogs should not wear choke chains until they are about three and a half months old, but training in the home begins much earlier. A choke chain that is too long may fail to release itself. If too short, the choke chain may not make a loud click, noise so vital to the kind, happy training. The choke chain's running end ring must pull upwards when the dog is on the owner's left-hand side. It must never pull in a downward direction or the weight of the running end may make it close on the neck. A choke chain is not used to hurt a dog. It is more likely to get hurt by a leather collar which could ride up and hit the base of the ears when jerked. A small linked choke chain could bruise the dog or damage its fur. A very large linked choke chain can be ineffective. To make the straight chain into a choke chain collar, hold each ring in separate hands, one held high up and one low down. Drop the links back through the rings, top to bottom. Place the choke chain before putting it on the dog on your left arm to make sure that the running end is pulling upwards. Stand with your dog sitting on your left hand side and place the choke chain over the dog's head onto its neck. Again check that the running end is pulling upwards. Walking to heel. The most difficult exercise to teach owner and dog is to get the dog walking on a completely loose lead at the owner's left hand side. If the dog pulls and the owner shortens the leash, the dog will continue to pull. The forefoot leash must be held in the right hand over the two middle fingers and the fingers are not closed and the palm faces upwards. This owners find difficult to believe or accomplish. They will find, however, that the owner's hand and arm are relaxed, holding the leash lightly. No correction is done with the right hand. It is all done with the left hand, placed about 12 inches down from the loop on the leash when correcting the dog. When walking, the right hand should be carried over the left hip to give the dog maximum length of leash. The jerk is done by bringing the left hand, now closed on the leash, smartly across the thighs in a downward direction and immediately taking the left hand off the leash after the jerk. The owner should stand upright in doing this. The jerk can be first practiced with the dog at the sit as it in no way upsets the dog providing the jerk is done quickly enough. Owners often in the beginning imagine to jerk would be unkind. The opposite is the case. A slow pull or a very light jerk may close the choke chain on the neck, which is not my method of correction. The jerk backwards or forward, rather than across the thighs, can also be used, but it is not so effective and is more difficult to do. When the dog has learned to walk quietly to heel on the leash, remove the leash and place the first finger of the right hand in the running end of the choke chain and give a sharp jerk across your thighs as you set off. This prevents the dog knowing he is off the leash. Set off with either the command heel or my word, dogs love walkies. Tap your left thigh sharply, simultaneously setting off. 
Always preface the command with the dog's name as you set off, but not after that as it slows the command, heel or walkies. Encourage your dog all the time to stay close to you with a slap on your left thigh and the word close. This varies the command and keeps the dog's attention. Keep on praising the dog. Always walk briskly, do about turns and changes of direction to keep the dog alert. Change speed from normal pace to a slow walk and a fast trot to vary the training, thus keeping the dog's attention. Should the dog run away when off the leash, put him back on the leash and give a few harder jerks. Never hit the leash with your left hand. Close it firmly on the leash, palm facing downwards when jerking. No one can easily control a dog on a short leash. A long, loose leash and hard, quick jerks make control simple and the dog happy and willing to obey. Nervous dogs become brave when jerked my way. They get confidence through the owner's control on the leash. I repeat, the biggest mistake made by owners is to give gentle pulls on the leash, not firm jerks. Should the dog run off when you're walking in the country, run away from him and hide behind something. He will miss you and come rushing to find you. As he finds you, give a tremendous command, sit, catch him and praise him. Put his long cord on and let him drag it about so you can pick it up and tread on it without his knowledge if he's running away, when you can correct him with a few jerks walking backwards. Praise him when he comes to you. Friends can be of enormous assistance at a training session in an open space by having leads in their hands with which they administer light flicks over the dog's hind quarter should they be able to do so when he's running away from his owner. They should also use scolding words such as, go to your mistress if he approaches them. Cooperation from strangers in this way is seldom found owing to misplaced sentimentality. A dog that will not go to its owner when called is a menace on the road and a pest to other people's dogs. The sit. To make a dog sit, give the low, firm command sit, emphasizing the T at the end of the word sit. Simultaneously place the right hand holding the leash over the right hip and place the left hand, thumb facing your own leg, over the dog's back, just in front of his back legs. Place the second finger of your left hand into what I term the dog's pocket, which is the hollow just in front of the back legs below the spine. The hand should not press on the dog's back. Give a quick pull back with your second finger in the dog's pocket and your thumb facing your own leg with a slight pincer movement towards the dog's tail. The dog goes easily into the sit when it should be praised by having its chest gently scratched and the words, what a good dog. The word what is loved by dogs. Should the dog not sit straight by your side, scoop it into your leg with the left hand. To prevent sitting wide, train your dog by a wall on his left side. If on being commanded to sit, the dog gets half in front of you, your command was not sharp enough and the dog has not obeyed quickly enough. Give him a brush-off tap over the tail with your open hand, which helps him to sit quickly. Tone of voice. The correct, firm but happy tone of voice is vital to quick, confident training. Emphasize the T's in the commands. For example, sit, wait, what a good dog. Spit out the command, down. The word heel should be firm but encouraging. The now famous word walkies makes dogs want to set off. The command come must be sharp, followed instantly, welcoming what a good dog. I use the word close after the initial heel or walkies as you set off, simultaneously tapping your left thigh to show the dog where you want him to be. I do not use the dog's name after the initial words heel or walkies, as it makes the command slow. Speed is essential for obedience competition work. Always try and smile at your dog when he obeys. Dogs kindly train, watch their owner's face continuously. The word no or naughty for wrongdoing must be spat out in a low voice and the word denotes displeasure. The sit and stay exercise. The next exercise is to teach your dog to sit and to remain sitting when you leave him. But remember, sitting is a tiring position for a dog. 
Therefore, he should not be made to sit and stay for longer than two minutes. If required to stay longer than that, put him into the down position. To teach a dog to sit and stay, attach a long
You're still listening to CITR Radio, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nerdwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. We just heard a little while back a whole bunch of how to train your dog. And that was actually an actual record, how to train your dog by Barbara Woodhouse, and I faded out a tiny bit of the sit and stay exercise. So sorry for that and not being able to find out the actual what, what you should do during this sit and down, sit and stay down exercise. But that was trained your dog with Barbara Woodhouse. And after that, I played something by the Ford Pierre Vengeance Trio. And we heard the track Sound On election by the Ford Pier Vengeance Trio. And we ended that set with Jessica Don't Like Rock and Roll by Otto Graham. Thank you so much for the 7-inch. I really appreciate it. And Otto Graham actually sent me a letter. Hey, Nardworm, it's been a long time since we last spoke. I hope you're doing well. It's CC from back in the Spitfire days. I was in Germany for a long time. Anyways, this is my new band. It's with Josh from Black Mountain Destroyer and Jeff from the Jiffy Marker Blood Meridian Gang. It's fun. Sorry I missed you at dinner with John Vaughn. Yes, I went out for dinner with John Vaughn from the Mr. T Experience and John Vaughn and the John Vaughns and also the ripoffs to the Enchanted Tiki. And actually, John Vaughn said he'd be playing with Autogram coming up in California soon. And what should I get soon enough? With an actual record presented to me by CC. We're playing with John Vaughn in LA next week. Anyway, all the best. Anyways, all the best. So that's from CC from Autogram from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Jessica, don't like rock and roll. And that was a seven inch record. And before that, like I said, some Ford Pierre and the Vengeance Trio, and then some Barbara Woodhouse, How to Train Your Dog. I thought it would end the Nardwar, the Human Serviette radio show with a 12-inch record that I was given by the Hobo radio show at Beat Street Records. I was looking through the crates at Beat Street Records in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Hobo radio show came up and presented me with two whole LPs. So we're going to hear as much as we can the Hobo Radio Show, Side A, from the Hobo Radio Show. This album is respectively, respectively dedicated to all the quick mix pioneers. The Hobo Radio Show, Volume 2, on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. Many people have tried to involve themselves in my affairs unsuccessfully. That's what I've been trying to tell you.
I still feel that I'm living in it, that the figures who inhabit my world have mythic dimensions. I still feel that I'm living in it, that the figures who inhabit my world have mythic dimensions. I still feel that I'm living in it, that the figures who inhabit my world have mythic dimensions. Vous écoutez Radio Obo.
Did she put on the door? We went around together for some time. Painting the town red, going to the stork club, and a box at the opera. Figaro! 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 Mais uma história. Ah, 
mais uma história. Mais uma história. Rub it in. No, 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 no. I mean, because you like crazy ladies. I don't like crazy ladies. You don't? I just like the queen of the crazies. Professor Harrigan is really a notorious Jew thief. 